Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a Freaky Friday body swap story, a loving older brother, an innocent younger sister, a neglectful mom, and an egocentric adult looking out for number one. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 475, Island in a Puddle. Hello and welcome to the 475th episode of the Spirekin Manga Reviews, some podcast being reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? 475 episodes, can you believe it? That is crazy. We've been on a crazy ride and we're just going to keep on rolling till this thing ends when I'm an old man having to read manga that's large print or having to use a magnifying glass. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? I hope all of you are doing well, and I am so excited to do this episode. I really am, because I never thought I'd reach this far, and we're going to keep going. But, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome! Spirekin, or some podcasts and vanger reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various geeky topics depending on the podcast you're listening to. So if you're listening to the motion picture review, we're talking about movies. If we're, you're talking about the game on Zan, we're talking about games. And since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. So that's pretty cool. We're talking about various types of manga, how the art style is, the production quality, the characters, most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N in a search bar, and I'll guarantee you'll find all of our links one way or the other. Also, remember to support our Patreon. It helps create more fun content for you to enjoy if you do enjoy listening to us. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. And if you want... Leave a review and rating on iTunes or Apple Music. Let us know what you think of our podcast, if you like it, if you don't like it, and what we can change. Every constructive criticism helps me craft a better podcast for you to enjoy, so hope you enjoy that. And so with that in mind, let's actually get to the review of the episode, because this is actually a really unique one. Because if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated on to be they're viewing a manga that was written by K. Sanbei and published by Kodansha, which means released over here by Kodansha. Uh, this was originally released in Evening KC Magazine. It is a Senen series that ran from 2019 to 2021 with five volumes, and it is a suspense mystery series that is known simply as Mizutamari ni Ukabu Shima, or Island in a Puddle. This is a interesting follow-up from Erased, because Kei Sanbei made Erased, and then he did this one, and it's just as unique and weird of a mystery. The story is about Minato. Now, Minato is living a very weird life. He is an elementary school student who has to take care of his little sister, Nagisa, living in their apartment, which is essentially like an isolated island in the middle of the ocean. Their mom works constantly. She comes home like once every other week or every two weeks, leaves them money, and he's taking care of his little sister. He's a young kid. He's like in fifth grade, so he shouldn't be doing this, but he has to to protect his family. Uh, the only person who actually checks in on them is Futaba, this high school girl who kind of makes sure that they eat and checks in on them. 
constantly wondering where their mom is. They said, oh, mom's just working. She'll be home in a couple hours, even though she doesn't show up. Mom is very neglectful. And it's kind of, things are just, they live their existence. He's doing the best he can as a big brother to keep his little sister entertained and keep her hope up. Like he feeds her instant ramen, cooks her food, and draws her figures to play with, makes sure that she gets activities, and he tries his best he can. Like they get bread from school. They steal the bread from school essentially because they have the lunch program, and he ends up giving his bread to his little sister to make sure she's okay. He is brother of the year. He loves his little sister. And it's actually the day before her birthday, and he doesn't know what to do. He's like, what am I going to do? Um... She's not going to show up, or maybe she will. It's been about two weeks, so hopefully she shows up. And as they leave school, who's waiting outside of their school but their mom? And she is there and says, I'm sorry, I'm late. I just had to work really hard. You're such a sweet boy, Minato. And your little sister works so hard, and we want to make sure that she's okay. And life is going to be good for both of you. And I'm going to make sure that you're going to have a great day. I'm sorry I was so gone for so long. And meanwhile... Minato's like, this is how it always is. When she's home, we're happy, and she's so nice, but then she disappears. What the hell is this about? And then Mom says, hey, how about we go to the amusement park? You, you, me, and your sister, we have a blast. You know, right now, let's go. And it's going to open late tonight, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay open late, and we're going to be good. It's a special occasion because I haven't seen you in so long. And his little sister tells the mom, can I get changed first? And she's like, sure, go ahead. It's a special occasion. And she's wearing a dress that her mom bought for her last year, which is a little too small, but it's her favorite clothes because otherwise she wears her big brother's hand-me-downs. I know, this is super depressing so far. Don't worry, it's going to get more weird. So after a fun day of them hanging out, having snacks, and um, how she can't go to, to hang out with them, and her explain to... Minato, how things should be settled down soon, life's going to be good. She ends up giving her son a ton of money, like 60,000 yen, which is about 60 bucks. And that's essentially their food for the next week or so, give or take. And then she tells them, why don't you go ride the Ferris wheel? I'm afraid of heights, but you go on. It'll be fun You to ride together. And I'm going to wave at you while you're waving at me. If you're cynical like I am, you know exactly where this is going. So, they end up going up there, and he figures out that whenever mom gives him money, that means she's going to leave in a couple of minutes. And they're watching her wave, and then she ends up mouthing goodbye and just leaves them in the Ferris wheel at the top. Mother of the year, right? However... As they reach the top, and they're saying, Mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? A lightning bolt strikes the Ferris wheel. And as this happens, Minato does what any good brother would do. He ends up protecting his little sister, hugs her. And then when he closes his eyes, opens them after another flash, he's not holding his little sister. There's a woman on the bottom of the Ferris wheel car, dead. Kind of freaks out, looks left, looks right, looks at his reflection. It's not his reflection. It's an older guy who has a very menacing face. Turns out that the same day that all this happened, a criminal named Tomohito got screwed over in a job. Their job was simple. They're going to break into a safe house, steal money. That's it. One of the four people that was involved screwed all of them over. He's tracking the person down, finds the accomplice, 
says, listen, I know you have a kid. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to know where this person is. I'll give you money so you can run off, do your thing, and we'll be good. We'll talk on the Ferris wheel and it'll work. Goes up there. He kills the girl who's the accomplice after getting her phone and her information. Lightning strikes and they switch bodies. So now... Minato is stuck in the body of a criminal who the Yakuza is after and wants to kill because he owes him money and he has a dead body in front of him. And meanwhile, Tomohito's in the body of Minato, a young boy who has his full life ahead of him. As long as he can get rid of that pesky little sister who is bothering him, his life will be good. And this is what the story is about. It's about a young man who is stuck in a very perilous situation and how is he going to deal with it and the evil person who's in his body now. What's going to happen? Are they going to be able to fix it? Are they going to do things? Well, as it goes on, you see that they're both very intelligent and very opportunistic in their ways. For example, Minato, realizing this has happened and he's dealt with situations with his mom, he grabs the body, puts it on his shoulders, and they said, oh, is she okay? He's like, she's drunk. He doesn't. He's kind of wobbling because he doesn't know how to, you know, he's now tall, so it's kind of weird. Meanwhile, Tomohito and Minato's body is dealing with a little girl who he can't get rid of because she's like it's his little sis it's Minato's little sister and he's her world he's her dad he's her protection and he is there so he ends up being forced to take care of this kid finds a place to live and also does some stuff so you have these two dealing with it as and trying to fix the situation now uh also Tomohito knows that Minato is going to come back but since he's an old guy he could tell an adult that stranger's following me and the cops will call after him because the cops have his face plastered everywhere because he just did a crime. So Minato is really in trouble. So what's going to happen? Is he going to be able to save his sister? Is he going to get his body back? Are the Yakuza going to hunt down and kill Minato? And what is going to happen? Well, this mystery builds up upon this in such a way that you are invested from the... Once the beginning happens, you are invested. Because there's so many factors that you want to know. Also... You want to see comeuppance for that mother who is horrible. But is there going to be comeuppance? Well, we got the first volume that just came out now. The next volume comes out next month. And I'm going to pick this up because this is a mystery that's definitely intriguing. And it's weaved so well. It just the story and narrative hit perfectly. The art style is great because you could see every character has their own unique look to them. And more importantly than that, besides a unique look... You do have some great moments, like the switch sequence is great, because just you see, he's holding his sister, lightning strikes, lightning strikes, then he's holding his hands out, and then you see the the switch, and you're like, wait, what happened? Because it looked completely different, and then it goes back and shows what happened with Tomohito in that situation. This is a manga that is definitely worth investing in and checking out. Uh, art style is great, characters are great, the release is, it's a nice larger manga, and this is one that is one that you could show non-manga fans, and I guarantee you'll enjoy it. This is one I could see being remade into a real movie and being well done. But I digress. So um, the question is, what am I going to rate this? So if you haven't joined the podcast and it has been a while since I did it, let me explain our rating system. We don't use stars or numbers or letters. We use phrases. Our lowest rating is... Take it to a priest, purify it, and burn it. It's terrible. That is our lowest rating. That means the manga is reprehensible. It's horrible, and you never should read it. Next is typical reading material at local correction facility or psychiatric institute. These mangas are, there's one redeeming factor, but for the most part, they're kind of trash. These are ones that you read if you have no other option. 
Next, we have a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. Enough said. These are mediocre. They're okay. They're passable. There are better manga you could read. Then there's our second highest, which is Borrow from a Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky. Pretty much these are really amazing manga. There may be one small issue. Maybe there's a licensing issue. Maybe we don't have all the series. Maybe there's a translation situation. Or maybe the art is just terrible, but the story is great. This is a great rating for most things. And then we have our highest rating, which has been changed from its original title to Read It Now. You must own this. This is a one that you should get for a collector's edition. This is the best of the best. These are ones that are truly worth reading. And I gotta say... Island in a Puddle is a read it now. This is an amazing story that I'm intrigued by. It is depressing and sad to start off with. So if you don't like unhappy openings, you're not going to like this. Uh, I explained this to Greta and she was kind of horrified by this just a little bit. Uh, yeah, so, but if you've read Island in a Puddle, what are your thoughts so far? Do you like this? Where do you think it's going to go? Let me know. Uh, Zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. So, before we actually get into the manga releases of the week, let me actually talk about something kind of cool. So, I've been accepted at Otakon for one of my panels. Well, two of my panels, actually. I got accepted for the Insane Manga Challenge, and I got accepted for uh, Cats, Dogs, and Everything in Between, Manga for Pet Lovers. So, if you're at Otakon, I will be there doing two panels. Well, one panel is an official panel. The other one is a reserve. So, we're going to have to wait and see how that goes. But... I recently redid the Insane Manga Challenge to be more music-centric, and I did a test subject with it. I tried it, and it came out really, really cool. And I had three test subjects who helped me out really well. Uh, sorry, test contestants. Har har. So I'd like to make a shout-out to one of them. We have uh, Emma, a.k.a. Uh, I Little Luna. So you can check out our Twitch at www.twitch.tv forward slash I underscore Little Luna underscore I. Uh, I'll be putting that in the show notes. I want to thank her. I want to thank Andy. Uh, all of you did an amazing job. It was a blast, and I cannot wait to test this again. I might do another test and, and stream it. We'll have to wait and see how that goes, but I digress. I think um, we'll wait and see how that goes. If you guys are interested in me doing that, doing one of my game show panels as a Twitch stream, email me at or tweet me at Spark and let me know what you think, or if you're on Patreon, if you may have my Patreon people get that exclusively, let me know. So, with that in mind, let's get to the manga releases of the week. And with the manga releases, we have 26 new titles for June 28, 2022. That was yesterday. And the new manga that came out this week, we have A Sign of Affection, Volume 5. Opossums, Volume 9. Archipelago of Blue Steel, Volume 21. Black and White, Tough Love at the Office, Volume 1. Blue Period Volume 7. We have Bomba being released this week by Osamu Tezuka. Yes, it is the new Tezuka title, Bomba. And I am so excited to see this one because it is a great series. Because, well, it's Tezuka's one of his lost ones that not a lot of people talk about. So this is definitely going in my buy it now for right now. But if maybe a terrible series, I'll let you know when I review it because it is on the wheel this week. But. I digress. Next, we have Failure Frame. I became the strongest and annihilated everyone with low-level spells. The Light Novel, Volume 5. Fairy Tale, the Manga Box Set 6. Fist of the North Star, Volume 5, is being released this week. Full Metal Alchemist, Under the Faraway Sky. I'm Not Meat, Volume 1. I'm Not Meat, Get Your Filthy Paws Off Me, Volume 1. 
Magic user reborn in another world as a max level wizard, the light novel, volume 4. Maju Chan, God of Destruction, volume 4. Mei Koku, Collector's Edition, volume 8. Precarious Woman Executive, Miss Black General, volume 8. Sayonara Football, volume 11. Simel Paris, volume 3. Superwoman in Love, Honey Trap and Rapid Rabbit, volume 4. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, volume 19. The Comic, the manga. The Tale of the Outcast, Volume 5. The Weakest Contested in All Space and Time, Volume 2. Uh, manga and Light Novel. Welcome Back, Alice, Volume 2. And then last but not least, we have Wicked Trapper, Hunter of Heroes, Volume 2. Now, for me personally, the ones I'm excited for are, as you can guess, definitely Bomba, Blue Period, uh, Fist of the North Star, Failure Frame. I've heard things about I'm Not Meat, not sure yet, but Mace Onikoku, uh, the comic, and... Weakest contested of all time. So those are the ones I'm excited about. Which ones are you excited about? Email me, zanatspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. And so, we're getting to the end of the episode. As usual, thank you so much for checking me out and sticking with me. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all awesome. You're all amazing. Every message I get, every comment I get, they give me more motivation to keep doing this podcast as long as I can. And I'm going to keep doing this until I'm an old man reading large print manga. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe. More importantly than that, leave me a rating on iTunes so that way I know what I need to change and fix. Or if you like me and you think I'm awesome, let me know. And with that in mind, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for. Oh, and before I forget, hello to all my society members. You're all awesome. I think all of you are great. And I've actually added, because of one of the society members, three new titles that they picked specifically for this wheel so we're gonna see what happens but yes speaking of which it's that time for that part you've all been waiting for and what are we talking about we're talking about that one that only the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to we're going to spin this Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 476. That is 24 away from episode 500. And I've got to say, I'm excited for that, and that's going to be coming out this Friday. So we're going to spin and see what's going to happen with that. So who's excited? I know I am. Number seven. Oh, so in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga titled Living Room Matsunaga-san. I think it's about a shut-in or hikikomori. I'm not sure. I have to check and see. So that was one of the ones actually from... Actually, no, it wasn't. The ones that they released were Case Files of Jeweler Richard, Wonder Cat Q-Chan, and Yuri is My Job. <laughs> so yeah, sorry guys. I'm going to make sure it happens. It will happen. The wheel has to decide, though, because if I go against the wheel, bad things happen. So, yeah. So, next episode, we're going to be talking about Living Room Matsunaga-san. Hope all of you have enjoyed. As usual, I am your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. I'll see you later. <laughs>